What's going on, hon? Eddie, ever since he got back from Peru, it's been different. Eddie, when you came to us, what did you find? Home. You are everything to me. How about you tell me something so I know that this is real? This is a trap. Would you let me lead you up out of the world of shadows? Will you let me lead you into the light? Caroline here. And Allison. And we're on episode three of The Path. Great episode. Oh, so good. So oh last, last, it wasn't really last week because we were kind of late on our schedule, but the mm-hmm. last, last week's episodes was actually one and two. So today we see three. Uh, it's called The Father and the Son. Oh, um, so good. So much happened. Yeah. So much happened. Um, we got to see more of Eddie, which I was happy with. I kind of missed him in one and two. We were really catching up with everybody else in one and two. Um, and I just kind of want to get right to the, my first question. What was your jaw dropper moment? Did you anybody have a jaw dropper moment this episode? Something that made you go, what? Or, huh? Um... Not sure if my jaw dropped, and tell me if I'm jumping too far ahead, but the pool scene when Eddie gets hit by the guy following mm-hmm. him, uh-huh. that is so Scientology. The, yeah. They, the they talk about that stuff in Leah Remini's thing. That's right. And so I thought it was going to be some shady people following Chloe, and then when it was oh. him. Yeah, that's actually what I thought, too. I thought that that guy was there for Chloe. I thought it was going to turn out to be, like, her ex or something. Same. Mm-hmm. And then, and Eddie, because we're kind of seeing this episode, what we're seeing is Eddie is unraveling. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he mentioned it, and you see it in the promos at the top of the show, too, where he talked last week about, like, the thread. Like, once you stop believing, it's like a thread, and it gets pulled. Yes. Yeah. And, like, Eddie is this thread right now. And so, th- this episode, we saw Hawk finally disconnect Oh, from Eddie. I hated that. That was a devastating scene. I was scene. really, yeah. really sad. Yeah, by the way, uh, Aaron Paul's awesome. Like, he yeah. really played that so... He, yeah. His performance is so great, but I was, like, heartbroken. I was like, no, look at your dad. Like, he loves you I so know. much. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to cry talking about <laughs> Do you... Oh. Did you think that Aaron Paul was standing on a... Um, box at one point <laughs> when they were like behind the truck i'm like it's he does not like doesn't look old enough and big enough to be hawk's, hawk's dad. dad yeah yeah he, he definitely got his mom's enough. height yeah. which then it made me it did make me think i wonder if a storyline would ever be that hawk is cal's kid <gasps> what i what? sincerely hope not oh i would be really gosh. upset by this i mean the title of the episode stuff funny. that happened in it Ugh. you never know i the whole time hawk is talking to cal i kept saying no 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 <laughs> Out Back loud. Away. walking by myself no wow. no you cannot do this cal wow. stranger danger yeah boundaries inappropriate <laughs> hey you guys just hold up for one second I'm just gonna turn this volume down. Great. I'm in the edge. Yeah, should we tell everyone where that we're wearing matching shirts? 
up a little bit. Yeah, great. And talk about the beginning. Okay. We started in 1984. Yes. First thing I thought was, oh, the 1984 people look younger because last <laughs> yeah. time, Caroline was so upset that they wouldn't CGI Eddie and Sarah's face yes. for their wedding flashback. But, like, everybody... Their hair was different. Like, they made an effort to make those people look younger. Yeah, oh, yeah. Richard has so much hair. Yeah. Richard was cracking me yes. up. I did think, oh, I'm so excited <laughs> to hear more about Richard's story. And did the beginning feel a little bit like the classic episodes of Lost? Where the lighting and the music and diving back into some backstory yeah. began oh. to feel like what I loved about Lost. Totally. So many of those seasons. Yeah, like, I can see that. made me even more excited about this episode. Like, immediately excited about this episode. No, well, I wasn't really a Lost fan. Okay. Um, I watched the first season and was addicted and then gave it up and thought, when it's over, I'll stream it. And then the end was such a disappointment yep, that I fair. was like, forget it. So, yeah, I don't have any Lost references, but I did love that we get to see um, the old hippies. You know, yeah. The, yeah. The, guy, the, the original... The OG crew. Yeah. And Richard with hair, which only made him look even more. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. This man's name, this actor's name is Clark Middleton. Um, and I want to say, uh, I'm sorry, Clark Middleton, for calling you Strange Man. Mm-hmm. But I'm so in love with your performance. And I love this character, Richard. I'm not sure if I care enough about him yet to want to know everything about him but he adds such a layer of authenticity to the show yeah that i like um him in short bursts like he's really kind of filling in the yeah cast, so. well and i think with this episode his level of like intrigue of diving into things i'm like keep going yeah keep, keep digging richard Definitely. he's smart he's not just like um like one of the like a, he's not just like brainwashed yeah you know? oh, yeah he's intelligent obviously everyone is brainwashed yeah in the show but I mean I did air quotes by the way you can't see the podcasting <laughs> you can't see my air quotes but maybe you can feel them you can't see the air quotes or that we're ma- wearing matching t-shirts we all wear we, we have our path shirts on today the path shirts that you see in each episode we were talking about it last episode mm-hmm. so we wore our shirts in we're gonna um, we'll tweet out some photos for you guys to see, and then we're going to um, use it for our podcast pictures. But I did notice the necklaces, by mm-hmm. the way. I was looking because, Allison, you mentioned last time yes. that I had necklaces, and then I was like, oh, I can see them. I want one. Yeah. I do, too. Yeah. I know. And then they were on the eye benches in the when Kodiak and... Oh, yes. Yes. The benches are, like, these gorgeous wooden log benches. I was like, I want those. And then later on, Abe and Nicole were talking, and she was stocking eyeglasses. And I was like, oh, I want that glasses. And I'm like, the glasses are a little, like, I want one, but them having, like, full dinner sets of all the plates. I'm like, that's a little much. Yeah, that was hilarious. But we still want them. Yeah. I would absolutely (laughs) drink water out of an eyeglass. Yeah. Well, I think... um, in 1984, what I have... Oh, I you know, I wrote down Joran Orbach, who is the DP, the director of photography. I just hmm. think that the show is shot so it's beautifully. It's really, really yeah. lovely. Yeah. Um, we see... So we, we're catching up with Cal now. Um, 
and uh, Cal goes to a meeting, um, a, you know, light meeting or whatever. That's right, praise yeah. the light, everybody. And, you know, I guess, um, I don't know what I would compare it to, but like an AA meeting. Yeah, almost. a little support group. So, yeah, support yeah. group, right, and on the compound. So Cal stops by, and then the police show up, and he doesn't know what it's for. Of course, he's nervous. Of course. And... Um, then Sarah shows up and sees the police there, and she's nervous. We're not sure. Okay, oh, did they find Silas's body? Come to find out, well, no, it's a bit of a red herring. They found out that Hawk threw that rock through yes. the window. Now, here's what I found interesting about this scene because Sarah pulls up and she was panicked, and uh, Cal right away says, Don't worry, it's this thing, and I'm sorry to have to tell you, but Hawk's been caught vandalizing. Um, but then Sarah says, oh, for a second there, I thought, and I thought, you know, he's made her his co-conspirator now. Mm -hmm. You know, now it's like too late for her to turn back. She is totally mm -hmm. all in for the lies. Well, and that's like at the end, she says, um, do this for me so that I can like cover up the bad stuff, <laughs> like the mistakes you've made, at least, you know, yeah. get her the money so she can do the water to make up for the mistakes he's made. Mm -hmm. I'm like, she's, she's in it, but she's grown a pair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And in that opening scene, I actually looked up who the costume wears are because I love Sarah's outfits now two episodes in a row. I thought, I need to that find black. them. Who were they? Yes. Dress so, thing. Tammy Eldridge and Jessica Alfano. Okay. Well, great work, you guys. Seriously. And Tammy and Let us know where you're getting these outfits because we want them. We want you. I well, I I don't want them. I'm not going to look anything like them. <laughs> but, but I do admire them, and I do want the eye. We want the eye. Oh, for sure. <laughs> we want the necklaces. But um, I did notice that. Um, let's see. I, I I have a note. It's shocking that Sarah can move forward knowing that Cal's a murderer. Mm -hmm. Now she knows he's a murderer, but she still can interact with him. She seems to be at least softening to him. One one thing I did notice in this episode is that hypocrisy was a bit of a theme. Yeah. Hawk says to his mom later on, I don't want to be a hypocrite. That's why he disconnects from his dad. Mm -hmm. He decides he's going to commit to this movement. He feels he's really levitated. Mm -hmm. um, and, of course, his dad, Eddie, says, well, you were hungry. Yes. yes. Yep. He was just hungry. Um, and so I guess, like, when you get angry when you're hungry, you're hangry. And if you float when you're hungry, you're flangry. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I will oh be here no. all week. Flangry. I cannot wait to drop that. <laughs> so, um, oh, my goodness. So, yeah, like, no one wants to be a hypocrite, and everyone's becoming a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. Even Sarah. Oh, yeah. Who now is moving from... I believe in this movement, and I believe in full transparency. To I might have to, we might have to bend the rules to get what we want. Yeah. Well, and then she says that she feeds Mary that crap. I don't. Do you want? I loved it. Yes. Hold? Go right So ahead. Mary, yes. Mary co comes to her and says, "I'm not sure who the father of my child is. Sean doesn't know that it might not be him, but I think the other guy knows and doesn't care." And Sarah says, "The most important truth is the one we feel in our hearts. So if you feel that Sean is the father, then Sean will feel that." Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, oh, brother. Yeah. Come on. That is spectacular. Do you, do you think it's because she suspects Cal is the other? 
No, I don't think she knows anything about Cal and Mary. For a second, I thought you were going to say, do you think it's because she suspects that Cal is Hawk's dad? And I was oh. going to be so mad. <laughs> but I wonder if she has seen how Cal has taken Mary in. I mean, I, I don't think she's caught them in anything, but mm-hmm. I wonder if that's part of it too. Like, don't bring this up because that's just going to bring oh. a deeper level of... Crap upon yeah, we us. We can't take any more. Yeah, no, I don't think she knows. No, I don't think mm-hmm. she has any. I don't think she suspects anything? No, because I never, I don't remember seeing anything last season where she like saw them together and gave them the, you know, the she eye or anything. She didn't, because she came to his door one night. And she was, and, Mary was in there. Yeah. But they don't see each other, because even no. Mary didn't know that Sarah had come. Right. right. So I don't think Unless she knows. Unless it is like Lost, where they then go back and show you a different perspective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I. <laughs> I, you know, I don't think she knew. I think that she, and you could almost see that flicker, like she was ready to give the party line on that, mm-hmm. you know, that typical, the typical advice from the cult, which is, we believe in full transparency. But then she realized she is, she is not practicing that. Absolutely. Yeah. And so how do I get around this, you know, which is, um, I mean, the great deception of any good cult is that truth is subjective, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. But she's learning a lesson. She's learning some lessons, too, that sometimes if you want to get what you want, you might have to do the things you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But know. to say oh, if you believe in your heart <laughs> strongly enough, this baby will look mixed race just, like, kills me. <laughs> I, I, just... I can't wait for this baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I don't want them to chicken out. Totally. Oh, yeah. Chicken out on it and make it Sean's baby. I don't. I want them to show this baby. I want this baby to be white, and then I want to see them convincing Sean yes. that it's his baby. I wondered when she went to see the water results mm-hmm. to the guy. I didn't know at first that's what it was, and I thought it was like an abortion clinic or something, oh. or like oh. that, or testing the baby, so DNA testing or whatever that they would like. Rather oh, than yeah. having again having the risk of people uh, mm-hmm. put fault on Cal, like yeah, no, I, I, I think this whole every it's all under wraps. I don't think the only two people aware are Marion and Cal, Mary and Jesus. Uh, but Mary now she told Sean. But now she's told Sean. Oh she yeah, she tells him at the end. I mean, she doesn't have to tell him. He knows when she just looks at him. What, yeah. what if the baby's not yours? And he says, "Well, who else would it be?" Yeah. And then he looks at her and he knows. Oh. <laughs> Oh, poor Sean. Poor Sean. Poor he, Sean. And he, what, he's just a nice guy. He's a good husband. He's been reading the pregnancy. Yeah. Oh, he was reading the pregnancy book. Yeah. So sweet. So sweet. He just wants to be a daddy. I feel real bad for him. Mary, Mary, Mary. <laughs> um, let's see. What else do I have in my notes here? Oh, Hawk's luxurious hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he runs his hands through it. He does this thing where he runs mm-hmm. his hands through it. And it, I'm just like, oh my gosh, ever like it's a hairdresser's dream. Like I bet they <laughs> love doing his hair on the show. I just, I really want to just tie it up into a bun or braid it. I want to get my hands in there. Kira oh would like a sample of Hawk's <laughs> hair. A little locket. You want to go along with the necklace? You guys, I'm not creepy. <laughs> you guys, it's not creepy. Um, so okay, um, we see Hawk. And Sarah have to go deal with the CEO of this company mm-hmm. since Hawk has thrown a rock through the window and vandalized, and he's been caught up. Caught, he's been caught. And Sarah says, "All right, I'm going to take him. He's going to apologize. We'll deal with this." And CEO lady turns out is no dummy, 
And she knows that it's very important to this cult to keep their name and reputation in the clear. And they've been prosecuting this poison water case for the local community. They've been Mm -hmm. working on it. And so then she says, well, you know, I'm not going to press charges. Of course not. It's just a teenage boys, you know, boys being boys. Um, Of course, I would like for you to stop your propaganda campaign. Yeah. And all of a sudden, here we are back again. Now Sarah's got to make the choice between what she believes and what she wants for her Mm -hmm. son Mm -hmm. and her family. Yeah, that how, was my. How first. much truth is the right amount of truth? Yeah, that was that. Yeah, that's good. How much truth is the right amount? That was my first jaw drop moment when the CEO lady like stepped up to Sarah like that. I was like, oh snap! Yeah. yeah. So now here is Sarah like <clears throat> railing against Cal because Cal is like making all of these poor choices, and every time he does, he's like, but it's for the greater good. It's for the greater good. And now here's Sarah making a choice that is for her personal gain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want her son's name dragged through the mud, as well as what it could do to the compound. And so she's got to make a choice to... Because then it's affecting problem. multiple people, mm-hmm. which he then brings up, like, I don't want my actions to then affect the people who won't be getting water. Help. Yeah. yeah, clean water and help in a settlement. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so I thought that that was really interesting that she did that and that, um, and that it seems to be a theme throughout the show for Sarah, but I wanted to ask you guys this question because last episode I did ask you, you know, do you think Cal is good? When I saw Cal in the beginning go to the, he gives like, these are all his justifications for lying, right? Like that this is for the greater good though. I mean, yeah. in order to keep this growing and keep this movement helping people we've got to cover up these things and and then he goes to that meeting in the beginning um the session just to unburden or whatever and I thought to myself does Cal I think we've all decided we don't think Cal's a good person mm-hmm. I don't think he's a good person um does Cal believe in the latter that's what that was mm-hmm. my question. that's a good question does he believe that this works or is this just a path to some kind of narcissistic need inside of him? That's a really good question. (laughs) I wonder if for him, there are pieces of it that he finds that benefit him. Mm -hmm. So going to unburden and he relieves a little bit of guilt or going to serve people and he can then find a little bit more relief for this heavy soul that he has, but not necessarily belief in the movement as a whole I don't know mm-hmm. I'm re- I will think about this question yeah. and maybe have an answer it made me wonder yeah I kind of I th- I would lean more towards the narcissistic benefits mm-hmm. the uh, it's I hope we see more of his and Sarah's relationship mm-hmm. but even the like the phone call at the end or the interaction they had where he says I miss your light yeah mm-hmm. and so I think she kind of brought him into it mm-hmm. and the benefits of that and just the like love he has for her. He's like stayed in it and like wanted to maybe impress mm-hmm. her all along the way or, um, yeah, I feel like Cal's a big part of Cal's motivation is Sarah, mm-hmm. is Sarah's love. Like he Definitely. looks up to her and he talks about her as a rescuer. 
Yeah. You know, that her kindness kind of saved him from a troubled life and a troubled childhood. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he thinks... I wonder if there was a time when he did. But the hip thing is he wrote the last three rungs of the ladder. So he doesn't... know no <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. he must... I mean, if he really believed it, then... He would wait for some kind of inspiration. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it's like he knows... He knows it's not real. Yeah. And so to keep it going for everyone else, gotta... Gotta get that power. Yeah. Now, this brings us to another interesting revelation. Um, So Kodiak and Richard are still working together to investigate what's going on with with, uh, Steve and what happened to Silas. And they look in Steve's journal. They find the last three rungs of the ladder that Steve was supposedly off writing Mm -hmm. in Peru. And Kodiak says, this isn't his voice. You know, I, I can tell reading that basically he says, this, he's not, he says he's not in here. Yes. But, and, and so now they're suspicious that Cal and Sarah write the last three rings. Well, and the flashback to the 1984 when Richard like passes out or whatever. And he comes, Stephen comes over and he says, show me the light or something. He goes, I can't, only the light can say who's next. <laughs> and that was like flashing in his head. Only the light can say Mm, who will take over right. next and so I think Richard now is extra skeptical of Cal and that was my jaw drop moment then when he says take a look at this picture maybe the man in this image is Cal yes that was awesome <laughs> yeah, yeah. please be Cal yeah. please 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 <laughs> I don't know if it's I, I yeah we have a disagreement about I think it's Cal I think it's Cal and then Eddie the Eddie thing was a vision. I really don't think Eddie went to Peru. Where on for like on what? What kind of money? Where did he get that money? Like a trip to Peru is he doesn't have access to funds. He's barely making it now as it is. So I was like, yeah, I think he went, and I think this is gonna be a nice little convenience for Eddie that everyone assumes it's Cal because Cal is bad. Yeah, because yeah. Eddie was in the wrong place at the wrong time. He didn't. He was trying to save Steve. Yeah. And then I think it's just going to work out in his favor that everyone thinks it might be Cal. Yeah, I I like that storyline too. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. Now we did see get to see a, a small confrontation between Eddie and Cal this week, and mm-hmm. I've been kind of waiting for them. I love these two actors and big fans of both. Yeah, um, and kind of always have been. So I love to see when they get to work together. And last season they had a lot of interaction uh, because. Cal and Sarah and Eddie have this triangle, but now with Eddie gone, you know, they weren't interacting as much. So Eddie shows up at the city center because he's desperate to talk to Hawk and and beg him to, you know, rethink his decision. And Cal is there kind of moving in on his territory Mm -hmm. and becoming like a father. Yeah, gross. (laughs) Or just being his real father. (laughs) I refuse to accept that. (laughs) Yeah, so... Um, and then Eddie comes and he has a confrontation with Cal and Eddie becomes this psychotic. Mm-hmm. He looks at Cal and he says, like, if you take my boy away from me, I will murder you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I did have in my notes that I, um, I wish I could see more of Cal and Eddie because there's so much that needs to be said. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And back. Yeah. Like. I hope they do back flashes to them all younger. Yeah, I want to know mm-hmm. more about how that relationship developed. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. How Eddie got the girl, mm-hmm. you know, but clearly Cal has always had a thing for her. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and still, I mean, still does. I, I would say Sarah is his main motivation for everything. Yeah. Um, we got to talk about Abe. We didn't talk about Abe. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> Abe, Detective oh. Abe and his wife. The hour in the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. That does not end well for no. Abe. No. I'm getting worried about him, you guys. Because he was like, yeah, I just went through the retreat. Like, they have one hour probably of the whole yes. month. That's probably all they've had together. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I was on the retreat and, you know, I'm coming to all these realizations. And then he starts, like, delving into his childhood upsets and his dad. And I'm like, oh, no, he's, like, becoming one of them. And then, yeah. of course, his wife is like, I only have one hour. Right. <laughs> about your dad and, like, the cult. Yeah. And do you want to talk about your dad? Then let's talk about you as a dad. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that was heavy. Yeah. And what I saw there, and I have in my notes, is that this show has this undercurrent of rage. Like, mm. this season, I can, like, every character, because we saw Abe kind of flare. Like, he's been kind of this, um, last season, he was kind of this self-righteous, like, I'm going to go and rescue these people and out this, out these crimes of this cult like very his intentions were good and then loved his wife loves his daughter you know we saw like a soft Abe last season and this season when him and his wife are arguing in the hotel room and his wife says look you can either be a father or you can do this job but you're not you're not doing both things well Mm -hmm. and we need you and she says, until, you're fig- until you figure it out, I'm going to my mom's in Philadelphia. And he's like, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, he's... And he looked so angry. Yeah. Yes. And that was when I was like, there might be some deep, deeper rivers under Abe that is like serious, you yeah, know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you guys what you thought about what she said. Because she's saying... He's doing a very important job, and he's undercover, which I can only imagine is very stressful for any law enforcement officer. I um, mean, you're really maintaining two lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I talk so much. I would be scared. I could never do undercover work. I talk <laughs> so much. I'd be, like, scared. Like, give like, yourself away. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, wait. Is that a Kira story or is that undercover oh story? I, but that's what I always think about. I feel stressed watching him. But um, he... Um, so she says you can either be a father or you can do this job, but you're not do you're not being a father very well. Your mm-hmm. kids are hardly seeing you. You're spending all your time here. I wanted to ask you guys if you thought it was fair of her to ask. And what did you what do you think Abe should do? Should he finish his job or should he hear what his wife is saying that you're losing your family and um, you need to come home, regardless of what the consequences for his job are? What do you think? Anybody? I think, yeah, at some point, like, his, how do you decide between his dream and his family or, you know, this dream of his job or whatever? Uh-huh. I think you have to go with the family. Like, yeah, I get that he's providing and not to, like, discount that at all or, like, that he isn't doing great things, but at the suffering of his family like yeah come on if it's not done in x amount of time like let's figure something else out well and at the very least he's gonna need some psychiatric care after this Mm -hmm. to help him find 
help him weed out the lies from the truth. Based, yeah. I mean, because mm-hmm. it is clear that he is beginning to believe or at least appreciate some of the yeah. things that yeah. the movement is offering him. So, I don't know. I mean, if she did not sign on to be the wife of an undercover agent, then mm-hmm. this is an entirely different... And it seems like it was such a quick decision on his part. Yeah. He went in just having conversations, and then all of a sudden, he's removed from their life completely. So, I don't know. I mean, I would, <coughs> I would be sad... Because of the family man we saw him to be in season one, I would be sad for him to choose the movement and his job over his family. Mm-hmm. But I understand if he can keep his wits about him and actually crack this case and yeah. expose these people for who they are, then I would appreciate his participation yeah. and commitment to his job. Yeah. But he's got to do it right, and it doesn't feel like he is. No. And he, well, and we, he has his own issues. We see that. Yeah. Like he, he is a broken person going into the process, so he's probably a bit vulnerable anyway. Yeah. Um, which might not have been a great idea. And then he does talk about how this, well, I'm doing this for our family. You know, like, I'm, the the director himself gave this to me, like, this is going to bring us influence. Yeah. He said he didn't want to be his dad, like, his dad a lot, so maybe yeah. there's this desire to be, to prove something mm-hmm. that he needs. Um, I know, like, as a wife... And a mother and somebody who is wholly committed to the concept of marriage and and what it is and the sacrifices you have to make for marriage, I was looking at him saying you have it, it's hard, but you have to say no to this job. You, mm-hmm. Your wife literally just stood there and told you the God's honest truth, which is your family is leaving you. Yeah, if you don't pull it together, we need you. And so as a wife, I know that's his obligation. As a viewer, I want him to stay in the court. Mm-hmm. I want him to stay and finish the job. And yeah. I'm curious to see where this goes with Nicole yeah. now that his oh. wife is out of the picture and he's in need of some comfort. And she admits to being devastatingly alone. That so. was interesting. I'm glad she said that. Like that she felt the freedom to admit that because it seems like their whole thing is like this everything is great and everything is great and like no things are great but there's also crappy stuff yeah and that is like again that is just like Scientology like in Scientology you can't even say you're sick and that was like (laughs) the thing with Steve that was what was a big deal too is that his body was sick but you're not supposed to be body sick ever when oh. you're if you're not um advanced enough um Scientologists have the bridge so you're not up the bridge enough if you're sick and so being even to say you have a cold will trigger a whole like counseling sessions and wow yeah it's like it, you can see how it starts to turn people crazy everything is your fault yeah everything is your fault because you are not doing this right oh my gosh so imagine that that is day in and day out. Yeah. That you nothing you do is right, and so like Leah Lem- Leah Remini will say there there be people there with like migraines, and how are you doing? Oh fine. <laughs> okay, but they're like suffering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And so yeah, so you can't admit certain things like that. You yeah. can't admit that you're lonely, that you're you miss your husband, that you feel trapped with these kids at home, and yeah, you don't have a purpose and. So I, I I'm very interested to see where their relationships are. Yeah. And we do find out. I I mentioned it in last week's episode that Kodiak 
Oh, yes. 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 And Gabby, is that her name? I wrote it down. Sarah's mom. I wrote Sarah's mom. I wasn't sure what her name was. I don't know. Yeah. But I did write it down that Gabby, yeah, that's it. They're, they've got a little something they had a, yeah. Something happened. Yeah. Yes. Something happened at some point. Which is interesting that that, like, mother, like, daughter... To have a little something on the side, yeah, like to have if she had something with Kodiak, yeah. but then whatever that man's name yeah, is, who won, and then that's like Sarah on the with side Cal and Eddie. Show. Yes, everybody in the compound has something on the side. Nicole mm-hmm. has Abe. Yeah, Eddie had his doubts, and then that turned into his lie about having something on the side. And now, yeah, he's, and got now he's got Chloe, who I don't like. No, I don't like her. Either. I don't like Chloe. No, I don't trust her. Yeah, but like, should you tell people who she is in case people have been trying to? Oh figure yeah, if her anyone out? else is try- is wondering what she's from, she's from Grey's Anatomy. She is Doctor Sloane's daughter, who, who came oh. back into the picture. Her mm-hmm. name is Sloane Sloane Riley. Oh, okay. Well, I, I she looked familiar, but I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. Um, she's I something in the Hunger Games, but I don't remember what. In the Hunger Games. Yeah. yeah. Glimmer, maybe. I don't know I which. Don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, interesting. All right. Well, I actress is fine. Character yeah. do not yes. like. Yeah. And I feel like um, I don't know. She's just bad news. Yeah. And he's yeah. already struggling, and she looks like she's at least reaching out for some kind of life preserver, and that's not oh, a good for sure. situation. <laughs> no. And she's got him drinking, and he hasn't had anything yeah. to drink for eighteen years. Or you whatever. can't go find your your dead ex boyfriend's brother. Or your dead boyfriend's <laughs> brother and try to have a little fling. Yeah. yeah. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. And her son is named after his dead brother. Yeah. And it's she, a little much. Yeah, she's she I don't trust her. I don't know where that where this is gonna go for her. Yeah. But bad news. She's bad news. She's not helpful. Definitely. Yeah, she's not a, a soft place for him to land. Um let's see, what else do I have in my notes here? I said I love to hear to hear Cal spin to oh. hear him spin things like yeah. Eddie was like I'm so sorry that I broke this window and I shouldn't have done it it was the wrong thing and now all these people are gonna be hurt because of me and Cal says no you know your intentions were good you had the right intentions you just did I, I wrote down I love to watch this guy spin it is no wonder that he got to where he is because oh, he definitely. makes everything sound perfectly reasonable yeah 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 it's and then immediately putting all of these words into Hawk's mind about who he is. You're mm. full of rage and you can't control it. Mm. Which we hear Hawk regurgitate to his mom yeah. later. Yeah. I'm full of rage. I can't control yeah, it. So he knows what so he's doing crazy. and he knows yes. how to play it and the way yeah. to yeah. deliver it. And ugh. I appreciate Yeah, it is gross, but I appreciate it. I think, I think that I might have a little crush on Cal. No! Oh! On Cal or yeah. on Hugh Dancy? No. Well, Hugh Dancy. Okay, that we could give we could get behind. <laughs> no, but I kind of do like um, like I like that they're. <laughs> I find that underlying rageful[ness] a little bit um, sexy. Yeah, like oh, I can see what Mary is drawn to. Don't judge me. <laughs> so here's what I'm thinking: Are you your team? Ed, your team Cal instead of being no, team Eddie? No, I'm team Eddie. I want Eddie to win. Eddie all the way. But I just. I keep running, like, I look at my notes, and all my notes are about Cal. <laughs> I think I might have a little crush He's on Cal. He's a good character, He is sure. a great cat. He is a great character, and Hugh Dancy is adorable. I think that's part of it. 
Um, and also, you know, I can change him. I can oh, change him. Dear. You, I think I could change him. That's what Sarah thought. <laughs> He's not truly changing for you. He's only changing to get in your pants. To gain leadership of the movement. I think I. We all. Hey, whatever truth is in your heart. Yeah. That's true. That is true. You know, in your heart. Blessings. I'd be helping people. If you believe that Cal can be good, then Cal can be good. I can change. Cal will believe it too. Sure. Oh my goodness. Um, Let's see what else do we have. Um, Yeah, that scene with Sarah and Hawk where he says, I'm I'm rageful. I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she's raising a regular little Nazi here. Oh dear. Yeah, because he was just like, I, dad's, dad's a what do they call him? Denier. denier. Mm-hmm. He's a denier, and I don't want to be a hypocrite. It basically, he's like turning into a snitch too. And yeah. I don't want to be a hypocrite like you. And yeah. But she's he's becoming the child she had raised him to be. If yeah. she was not having any doubts, then yeah, this would be the kid she wants to raise. And so now that she's kind of, the lines have blurred for her and definitely for Eddie, Mm -hmm. all of this is turned on its head. Yeah. And now Cal's his new daddy. Yeah. (laughs) His original daddy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Their father's son. I'm going to flip out. Oh my gosh. Caroline predicted this. Seriously. Cal's hair might grow out to look like Hawks. I mean, more so than Eddie's. Yeah. Dang, that would just be real juicy. Oh my gosh. I did like that Sarah stood up for Eddie in that scene with Hawk. I really like that as as tormented as she is with how to interact with him now, she says, your father's a good man. I like that she defends him. Mm -hmm. She loves him. They still love each other, and that's Mm -hmm. the thing, you know? They still love each other, and it's hard to watch them, even though... You do feel a little bit of anger at Sarah because she's still caught up in this cult, and you want to just be like, "Get out! Like, mm-hmm. get your kids out and get out and go get your man and live a happy life." Definitely. Um, but yeah, you see that they have a genuine affection for each other and miss each other, mm-hmm. um, and so yeah, there is there's a sadness to her. And she says to Hawk, "You can only find what you test for," which I thought was interesting because they're doing the testing on the water, and he's now asking the right questions to find the right answers or she is asking the right questions to find the right answer and so I wondered if that line was a little foreshadowing of the rest mm. of the season you can only find what you test for so as she starts to search for specific things will she uncover more and more of the lies or deception in the movement as a whole or in Cal yeah. as a person that's interesting that's and the other line. thing that she in a, in a way she is turning into Cal Hmm. So she was a true believer, which I th- kind of think that Cal maybe started out as one. Um, that's what attracted him to the movement. Um, but now the practical side of it is crowding in. So she judged Cal for wanting last season because he wanted to expand into the into the into the public. He mm-hmm. wanted to get some celebrities on board. Yeah. He wanted he like he wanted to bring the movement public and get social media going. She was against that. Um, she was against the idea that the cult needed more money. She was against the idea that he paid all this money for the center, and now they're going to have to scrape it up. And now, because of what Hawk did and her back's against the wall, she's wanting to help these people with their water crisis because she's still a good person. Mm-hmm. But she also knows that it takes money. Mm-hmm. Now yes. she realizes all your good intentions in the world... Are, won't pay for legal defense, won't pay mm-hmm. for testing. Mm-hmm. 
And so she now she's like, now I need money to do good. Yes. The way that Cal says he needs money to do good. And then that's when we have that great conversation where she tells Cal, like, I don't care how you do it. You get me the money to start fixing this mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So no way she's becoming him. Yeah. How about our drink in the water? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, to me, I was like, okay, Sarah. Just a little bit dramatic. Like, right. you gotta be drinking that water for like three weeks. Right. Go yeah. back and take a three week supply and then be like, I guess it was symbolic. Yeah. Yeah. I will take you. on your burden. That yeah, was my favorite line of that. the episode. Yes, I loved that. And what about Cal approaching that, the IRS girl? Yeah. Okay, I do wanna talk about that. Because that was, I was like, Cal gets creepy. Yeah. yeah. He approaches the IRS lady. They want their tax exempt status, Mm -hmm. just like Scientologists, just like David Miscavige did. He had a whole, they had a whole crew inside the IRS. It was a big deal for them to get this exemption. And it took years. And Cal approaches her in the parking lot, like in the underground parking lot, late at night. She's by herself. Shady as all get out. Oh my gosh. That was one of the few times where I was like, Cal is not sexy here. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit still. (laughs) It's a dangerous, like, thing that I, because I'm married to like a really good guy. There's just not a lot of danger. He's like a nice <laughs> guy. So I like this idea of like, ooh, danger, because it's so different for me. You <laughs> want a husband who will hunt down the IRS in a dark parking lot? Yeah, I really do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I would not say that. Um, no, but yeah, he approaches her, and then he gives his little his old sweet cow spin, yeah. but it's that what's behind his eyes is that it's chilling. Yeah. He's yeah. saying, the words he's saying are nice. But, but the, so manipulative. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can't remember some of the stuff he said to her. But it's like, like, you came to us in a time of need and we helped yes, you. which was interesting. So she's out now? Or she was only there for a little while? Yeah, then... that's a good point. If she then is a denier. Hmm. And where's Allison Kemp? I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious if she's going to pop back up. I am so curious. Do you think he just killed her? No, I think that I'd, I'd be willing to bet that she was sent into put into some kind of re-education. Oh, comes, we, totally. If we see her again, she'll be some kind of zombie. Maybe she was in Peru and is an eyewitness to all the stuff. Maybe they sent her to Peru to to re re reclaim. Yeah. I don't know. Reclaim. But I know that <laughs> to reclaim, reclaim her faith. Well, in Scientology, <laughs> they, have a, they have a compound where they send you. It's in Hemet. Yes. And they send you there, and then you basically become a slave for however long they decide until you've been re-educated. And um, that's, where Eddie, that's where Eddie's accused girlfriend went. Minka oh, Kelly yes. or whatever. Minka Kelly. Um, that's where they sent her when she was like, I didn't have an affair with him. I didn't have an affair. <laughs> they sent her off to the re-educate, and they—I forget what they called it, but it was very similar to Gold Base and Hemet, which is Scientology's mm. re-education camp and head headquarters Jeez. and stuff. So I have a feeling that if if we do see Allison again, she'll have returned to us completely brainwashed, hmm. which I think might be a might drive Eddie even more to uncover. Yeah. 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 But who's left in Peru now? 
Um, I mean, not. I know you guys aren't yeah. saying the Peru stuff is. Nobody's in Peru. Yeah, Steve was just Steve had just gone there to write the last three rungs of the ladder. Got that it. was the whole deal of why Peru was even a thing. He originally the story that they were telling the com- the movement was Steve has gone to Peru to um, pursue the light and get inspiration for the last three rungs of the ladder. But he wasn't. He had gone to Peru to get treatment. And so because he was there and finding inspiration there, that's why the seven R's or whatever went to Peru. That's why yes. the season opens on Eddie last season in Peru. Yeah. Season one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And there's, in the older, even the older ones in the beginning, the, the hippie, I call them the hippie generation of yes. the movement, had said, you know, like they had been to see him in Peru a couple of times, but hadn't seen him in a while. Everyone was leaving Steve alone because they were like, he needs to finish these last three runs. Mm-hmm. So that's what the whole Peru connection was. But I don't think they have a base there or anything. Got I just it. think it was just where Steve was supposedly. That but he sense. was getting treatment, really, is what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Probably some treatment he couldn't get in the U.S. or something. This is very off topic. But do you think the, um, the doctor girl who wears the turban, do you think she'll wear that every episode? The, <laughs> the counselor, one that led, led the counseling episode? Yeah. Why? Did you like it? I just think it's it's just funny thinking about like walking around set and like all right here's the doctor's outfit go ahead and like put your turban on that's your costume like guess you don't have to wash your hair when you come into work like it's easy for hair yeah well I think it just adds to that whole like ethereal like um, you know, she had on flowy clothes. Yeah. And, you know, it just adds to that. She was so soft spoken. It's okay to tell your truth here. It's a safe. Yeah. Thing. Oh, and she kind of like. Everybody's lying. She Mary's cut saying. Mary off. Like, Mary was starting to say more. Mm-hmm. And didn't she kind of like cut her off from. Oh, those Myrists. Yeah. Do you think that's why Cal was there? Because he saw that Mary had gone? And so instead of actually going to attend the meeting, he went to check up to see this if she was going to say something. That is that is exactly the point in the episode when I wrote down, does Cal believe the latter? Hmm. I wasn't sure if he was there because it was just Cal keeping tabs on Mary because he's, he's so curious about her. I, yeah. like, I don't think he has feelings for her. I don't. I, Sarah is his love. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he is curious about Mary and maybe like what she can do. Do what she means to him. Would you say there's something about Mary? Oh. Ah, sorry, couldn't resist. Oh, insert hair gel joke. <laughs> you got your pun. I had okay, to do one. All right, we're even. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's funny because I did have to tag this podcast under comedy on iTunes. Oh, perfect. <laughs> well, give the people what they want. They yeah. Hate mail from real. <laughs> about watching him you just don't know what is running underneath there mm-hmm. oh absolutely and she she doesn't know that he has killed someone oh yeah but it's obvious when you talk to him that it, and he gets like that where he gets real like I say the words are kind but the sentiment is not no. and the tone is not like you yeah. his eyes are cold cold yeah. he looks Frightening. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I that moment made me nervous. I was nervous for that woman, and I often feel nervous for Cal because I feel like 
he is such like he's ready to explode at any moment mm-hmm. and I feel like oh, you know you're gonna ruin everything for everyone like calm down yes. <laughs> it's just a matter of time and then when Sarah comes to confront Eddie about having him having shown up to talk mm-hmm. to Hawk at the center I wrote down I wonder who's gonna punch Eddie first Cal or Sarah because each of them had an interaction with mm-hmm. Eddie that I thought oh the, she's gonna slap him or oh Cal's gonna punch him in the gut like he did man yeah. bun last yeah. episode yeah so, I thought Cal was going to punch Eddie. There's a little underlying rage, like you said, in mm-hmm. all the characters mm-hmm. woven through every story. I line. noticed it even in the soundtrack, even in the music. Yes. Even I started to notice towards the end that every scene has this ominous tone playing underneath mm-hmm. it. There's no lightness to anything this season so far. And, um, yeah, so I, I feel like that's where they're they're leading us. We've, we've got to wrap up really quick. I did want to say that... Um, Richard and Kodiak made me laugh during their ceremony when yeah. they were trying to see Steve in the light and they were like shaking the oh, yes. I actually laughed because <laughs> Richard is like are you in the light <laughs> and all they're doing is like beating a drum it's just like what my parents are hippies and my mom like my mom like straight hippie like grow weed and our house hippie <laughs> and she's had these parties i i was very young but i do remember because there was a group of us kids they'd send the kids to bed and then the grown-ups would we'd go to somebody's cottage in the woods and then the grown-ups would have a bonfire outside oh my gosh. and we would peer out the windows <laughs> watching what they were doing on a fright late into friday night and, and we would never we'd be like they're just talking. Like, it doesn't even look like they're having fun. Like, they were playing games or something. Yeah. But it would, there'd always be someone with a guitar and someone with a drum. And um, that's what I remember. <laughs> totally. Watching my mom and her hippie friends, like, dance around the bonfire at these, like... Drum circles. Yeah, weed, <laughs> weed-fueled drum circles. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it just made me giggle to see Richard and Kodiak like that. But then, of course, Steve is... Then they realize Steve's not in the light. He's mm-hmm. not. I mean, he's not in the light because there's no light. Yeah, not real. Yeah, but also they get that he's not. But in isn't light. that what they say at the end? He's not in the light. There is no light. Is that? Did I miss? Un- I could absolutely no. Have I that. I think Kodiak did say there is no light, but I yeah. thought he meant just like I'm not seeing a light. Oh, got it. Okay, with Steve, the light's off. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And maybe that would make sense because the leader's not really there. Mm-hmm. If the new leader is really Eddie, he's not there. And if the leader is the person that has the light, then it's dark. That's yeah, true. Mm. The light is not there. Yeah. For them. So we'll see Richard and Kodiak on the on the case. Yeah. Detective Richard and Detective Kodiak. <laughs> I can't wait. And um, we'll see if Gabby and Kodiak... Uh, yeah, continue their love affair, continue their flirtation, or whatever's happening. Kodiak, such a ridiculous name. I know, it's such a hippie name. But I love that actor. I'm so glad yeah. he's on it. Yeah, he's one of my favorite. Yeah, he's great he's voice. Also, Samantha's mm-hmm. um, boyfriend Richard on Sex in the City. Yes, boyfriend. Yeah, that she, they they were serious for a little while, and then he turned out to be a jerk. Which is interesting because the woman who. Um, Whose home Hawk threw the rock th- through? She's also in Sex in the City. Oh, she plays God. Susan Sharon in a couple episodes oh of Sex in the City. Is so Isn't that crazy? Oh, I looked her up because she looked so familiar. Yeah. She is. There's a couple. Um, I think the Baby Shower is Susan yep. Sharon. 
Oh um, yeah, there's a couple episodes with their friends. The they go yes. out of the city to she the moves yeah. In with Carrie for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh and my so God. that's, I wonder, they must be friends, or I don't know if their episodes overlapped on Sex and the City, but. That's funny. At least. Oh. Well, great job. Yeah. yeah. He, I just remembered, he's the one that they dive into the pool, the rooftop pool. On Sex and the City? Yeah. We've seen him naked. <laughs> <laughs> so is Gabby. <laughs> They can never do that again. They can never allow that to happen again. Oh, all All sorts of foreshadowing. Mm -hmm. And her husband did say, you know, you favor him. So, um, any last notes, any last things that we didn't talk about that you wanted to talk about that you wanted to discuss, points that didn't get made? I just really enjoyed the episode. Yeah. I did too. I'm really liking this show and the direction that it's taken. And I'm interested in everybody. Mm-hmm. Except Noah, um, Hawk's little girlfriend. Oh, yeah, I don't like yeah, her. I don't really care about her. I have been Chloe. really glad that Nicole's daughter hasn't been around. Yes, she's thank goodness worst. she's she off, off for to, three months or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's been really nice yeah. that she... Sorry, don't Joy. Have to have Joy and Noah at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Come to the podcast with She's us, but your character <laughs> is so She's like Absolutely. a little snitch. We like yeah, the actress. She's such a little Nazi. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, yeah, we're we're glad she's gone. But I'm really looking forward to seeing more of, of Richard. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that character actor is Clark Middleton. Yeah, not he's a strange great. looking man. <laughs> Thank you. Said his name was He'll be grateful. Really yeah. <laughs> to have to hear me call him strange looking man. But I just know that that's how he's making his living, so he's yeah. cool with it. But mm-hmm. I did follow him on Twitter because I was so fascinated. He did a, um, not an AMA, but he did something like a live tweeting. Yeah, he did a Q&A. Time. Yeah, so I didn't see that, but I'll be paying closer attention to that. Um, and yeah, we want to see more eye jewelry. Yes, mm-hmm. please. Uh, you can also, if you have some eye jewelry to send us, you can um, email us at ladiesoftheladder at gmail.com. And yes, we'll send please. You an address. There's and three of us. We if would you like, like to craft the benches that they sat on, <laughs> I want three in my backyard. I think we saw them at the finale. Oh, yeah. They were in the, they had a themed area. Yeah. yeah. Also, if you wanted to give us drinking glasses to you know, quench our well, thirst while we record episodes. Yeah. We like them. Literally take anything. And actually, if you like this podcast and you want to support it, you can go to Pinecast, pinecast.com, look up Ladies of the Ladder, and there is a way that you can donate. Oh, awesome. If you choose to do so. Um, and then we can buy jewelry that you'll never see. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll tweet pictures of it. You'll see it. Yeah. You'll reap the benefit. Well, this has been a great episode. Thank you, ladies, for taking the time to talk about it. Yes. We'll see what happens with Mary. And I, I, I want to make this note right now so that when we come to the end of the season, we can see where Caroline stands on this prediction mm-hmm. that Hawk is actually Cal's son. Yeah. Oh, and I did not think about that for a second, but it makes... It could make sense. It they could. could make it make sense. And it and, would be so juicy. And as a viewer, I would be <laughs> so surprised and yeah. so excited to see what happens. And I would also be so heartbroken. Yeah. For Eddie. For Eddie. Yeah. He just wants to be a dad to his kid. Yes. I mean, there's so many, like, moron dads out there just leave Seriously. their kids. And Eddie just wants, like, all four hours on Sunday. But yeah. maybe that's where Sarah's advice came from. If you believe totally. that Eddie is Hawk's dad, then Eddie will believe that Eddie is <laughs> yeah. Hawk's dad. Oh. Caroline, you might be right. 
<laughs> All right, ladies. Well, thank you for joining me for this episode of Ladies of the Ladder. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at um, LOTL underscore podcast. Ladies of the Ladder underscore podcast. Um, you can head over to phantomsway.com to find um, all the latest episodes and lots of other stuff on lots of other artists across the country. Um, and we are also on iTunes. Woo-hoo. We're happy to announce that we have been accepting this podcast on iTunes. So now you can look us up there. So cool. Propel us to the top. Yes, please. Rate and review. Help Tell us, us all the things the you love. Yes, rate and <laughs> review us. Help us climb the ladder. Ladies. May the light forever be with you. And And also with you. Phantom Sway. We're full of good stuff. Like that restaurant where you can get never-ending bowls of pasta. Man, that's so good. Ugh, I'm hungry right now. So, so hungry. Phantomsway.com